Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Why aren't you doing the thing? What is your fear? What is, what is the thought block that's, <laughs> what's the thought block that's cock blocking your action? <laughs> I just thought of that in real time, folks. You're welcome. But really, it's typically a, an energy almost. It's like this, energy, energetic force that pushes you away from doing what you would like to be doing. Do you ever stop to think about that? Like, what is it exactly that you're waiting for? What is it exactly that you need or you think you need to have happen before you're ready to do the thing? Now, I think that there are two sides to this, and I want to talk about both today. And one is just the simple overcomplication of things, which we'll talk about first. And then the second one is just genuinely, truly knowing that you're not ready. So the first one is what I want to spend the majority of our time here today talking about because this is a really big sticking point that can, honest to God, keep you in one place for decades because you've convinced yourself that something outside of you, most likely something outside of you needs to happen before you can proceed with whatever it is. It's like you, you want this solid plan You want this perfect plan before you take the leap. And something I really want you to leave this episode with already, two minutes in, and I'm already giving you something I want you to leave with today, is that nothing is guaranteed. I don't care how great your plan is. We all just walk around with a false sense of security, which good, right? It keeps you sane and it keeps you happy and it keeps you moving. I don't think we need to throw it all out the window. But what I do want you to look at is just how unstable everything that we do is. Your job, your relationship, your children, your car, your house, all of it is often a decision away from being completely different. Now, I know that might seem a little heavy, like, oh my gosh, what am I listening to? (laughs) This isn't helpful. This is depressing. But I want to frame it that way because by doing that, when you have these things in your life that you want to be doing, you don't have to wait for everything to line up to take the next step. So an example I'll give you just so it's a little bit more tangible in your brain. 
when I started my podcast, I was I kind of went into some of the overthinking, right? It was an idea I had been batting around. And I think one of my strong suits in life is is impulsive action. I actually, I know that it's sometimes negatively talked about and I love it. I think it's great. I think it's how you get results. I think it's how you progress and move forward. I think way too many over people overthink way too many things. And we just need to go out there and try it. Try it. See how it goes, feel it, get the result, decide if it's something you want to keep doing, and then make the next decision, make the next decision, make the next decision, right? So we think before we start these things, for example, my podcast, that it needs to be what I'm going to do for the next 25 years. I was talking to my father the other day about buying a home, and I think he just wants me to move back to Oregon, but he said, now, sweetie... Can you see yourself living there for the next... Yeah, I mean, if you buy this home, you need, you need to be there for the next 25 to 30 years. I was like, what? And I think that's maybe a generational thing. Um, that's another podcast. But there... I Are you in... No. I can't fathom doing anything for 25 years. But that doesn't mean I'm never going to buy a house That doesn't mean that people all of the time don't decide after three years to sell their house or five years or whatever, rent it out. There's so many different options. But for him in that conversation, it was just like, well, if you're not going to live there for 25 years, it's not worth it. I was like, whatever, dad. Obviously, that conversation didn't last very long. But going back to my podcast, you know, I sat on that idea of beginning it for for several months. Like, okay, what's the perfect title? What's the perfect theme song? What's the perfect intro? What's the perfect outro? What am I going to talk about? Do I need to organize all my podcasts? Blah, 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 blah. And I looked up some different podcasters and like how to do it. And I read up on Pat Flynn and I did all these things and it all felt like way too much. And I believe that this is why I take impulsive action is because I very, very easily get overwhelmed. I can barely sit through the instructions of a new card game (laughs) before having a meltdown. I like just let's just start playing. I'm going to learn it as we go. Like this is another reason why school was so hard for me is because you could talk to me and lecture at me. It's not going in. It is not. It's going in and out within seconds. (laughs) Like I don't even know where it went, but it did not hang around for very long. And so I, I was consuming all of this information, and what I noticed was my anxiety and my fear around starting my podcast began to grow. The more research I was doing on what makes a podcast successful, should you have, should you, who edits your podcasts? Should you monetize your podcast? Should you start a Patreon? Should you do daily? Should you do weekly? Should you have a private podcast? Who should you host? I mean, it's endless. It is endless. There are always new people selling you new things, promising you the best this, that, or the other. And I eventually just got to the point where I thought, you know what, I'm just, let's just go. I don't even know what I'm going to do. 
I'm just going to start talking about the things that I, I know the most about right off the bat, and we're going to see where it takes me. And over the course of the last two years, I think that I've had a podcast is how long I think. Yeah. Um, I've changed, I changed the name and spoiler alert, but I may be changing the name again soon because I'm going through some shifts in my business. That's it. I'll probably change again soon because I'm going through some changes because I, as an individual, am shifting. Thank God I got started when I did. I look back at my last two years of podcasts and I am so proud of myself. I look at the course that my clients get and the workbook that I send them, which I'm updating as we speak, and I am so proud of myself that I did those things. I didn't know if anyone would want it. I didn't know if anyone would like it. I didn't know if it would be helpful, but I just started and I've tweaked, modified, added, adjusted as needed over the last couple of years to align more deeply with my message, to add some deeper questions, to just brush it up, you know, whatever it is. Because I started, I have all of this stuff because I started not knowing where it would go, not knowing you know, what I would do at podcast episode 50 or 100, you know, I talking about my online platform, I use Podia right now, but I'm going to be shifting that um, soon-ish as well. And I, I just had to pick one. There are, I spent days, I spent weeks read like going to YouTube. Should I do Kajabi or Thinkific? Should I do Thinkific or Podia, should I do? Po- I mean, it's there's so many different platforms. I do the same thing with under eye concealer and like wrinkle cream and toners and mascaras and eyeshadows. I mean, there's so many options out there that if you wait until you find the perfect combination. If you wait until you feel entirely ready, 10 more new things are going to come out. 10 more new people are going to be doing exactly what you want. 10 more whatevers are going to come out of the woodwork and it's just going to be more of a reason for you to wait. Well, they're already doing it, so who am I? They've already said that. Who cares about my voice? That's already out there. I don't need to. This is stupid. I should just stay here. When you give yourself so much time, you talk yourself out of it. The kind of Debbie Downer of your brain comes in and says, you know what? It's not that bad. It's okay. You're good. Just stay put. And you're like, you know what? That's a good idea. That's the safer bet. Safer for what? Safer for who? I know that going through life and, and, you know, where I was at six or seven years ago, like, I guess it probably would have been safer. And sometimes I think like, where would I be in that career if I would have stayed and climbed the ladder and gotten the promotions? How much more money would I have? How, where would I live? What kind of car would I drive? Who would my friends be? 
but I wouldn't trade what I'm doing for anything because I started. I started not thinking. I was like, oh, who am I? Who do, who's going to listen to me? Who cares? And here I am two years later getting to connect with all of you. Your thought block will cock block you from everything you want. You will tell yourself all of these things need to line up. You need X amount of people to agree with you before you pull the trigger on booking that vacation or dating that person or making that move or taking that job. In a way, you will essentially now be binging on content, binging on resources and education and knowledge, all, all the while looking outside of you for something to make you feel ready. No matter what it is, no matter how big or how small it is, what is it in your life that you've noticed yourself just kind of sitting on? and sitting on, and sitting on. And it's been so long. And at one point, you probably had such a strong fire about it, right? You were like, hell yeah, let's go. And I think that happens for most of us, right? Is that in the beginning, and I tell my clients this all of the time, I say, you know, in the beginning, it's eat, you're going to be excited. And then at a certain point, you're probably going to hate me and be bored and want to quit. And then before you know it, it's going to be over and you're going to be shocked at how fast it went and how much progress you made. So I think that that's just a natural part of doing things new and then acclimating it to it and just kind of going through that cycle. But, but what if you acted on more of those impulses? What if instead of talking yourself out of everything you wanted, you started talking yourself in to everything you wanted? What if instead of finding 10 different people's Instagram profiles that are doing similar work to you to make sure it makes sense, it's possible, you can do it, how you should do it, you just did it? This is the exact same reason why I don't talk with any of the women I work with. Well, I guess I shouldn't say ever, but like most of the time, we don't dig into like the nitty gritty of nutrition and stuff because you know so much about it that you're actually just like eating to make it shut off. <laughs> you're like, if my brain could just shut up for a second, that would be great. And it's not because you don't know what to do. You think you need more information. You think you need just one more podcast, one more book, one more online course, one more lecture. It's not true. If anything, I would imagine that those things are making you doubt it even more. The more information that you have, it's like the ignorance is bliss thing, which I also feel like is a big motto for my life. Like, I don't want to know. I just don't, I don't want to know the risks. I don't care. I'm going to do it. And if it doesn't work, great. If it does work, great. Because truly, like, I mean, if you really want something, does the, does the risk matter? It hasn't for me. It really hasn't. It's been like, well, maybe I'll be that 3% that makes it. I don't know. Someone's gonna. Why the hell not me? Why the hell not you? 
what what is the block that's stopping you from doing that next thing that you want to be doing? What is that gap? What's what is the objection? And and what if it happened? Play that through. What if it happened? What if you spoke up and objected to something that your coworker was saying and you know it's it's this coworker that you just like shut up already like god we've heard it a million times what if you just like what if you left the room when they were talking instead of dragging yourself through it what if you just got up and left and then worst case scenario what if they confronted you about it what if they were like um excuse me you left while i was talking and you're like yeah i'm just like i don't want to hear about what you didn't and did eat this weekend and how much you hate your body. Like I just, it's not helpful for me. So I, I decided to take care of myself and I left. You could handle that. You could so handle that. You don't give yourself enough credit for what you can handle. When you're all up in your head, it's like, it, it feels like you will die, right? If, if I walk out when she's saying something and she asks me, I will die. No, you won't. She'll say words, you'll say words. There might be some tension. Whatever. That's life. You're going to get through it. Trust me, you're going to get through it. You are way more capable than you think and you don't need as much outside validation as you think. If this is a legitimate salary for you, you don't need to Google how many people have the lifestyle that you want. It doesn't matter. Go out there and be the first one. Go out there and be the first one and then watch all of these friends come out and be like, whoa, I wish I could do that. All the while you thought they were leave, living this like dream life that they were so happy by. And when you start just unapologetically doing it all that you want, you may just notice all these people asking you, how did you do that? I've always wanted to do that. Tell me everything. And nobody wants to believe when it's like, well, I just decided to do it and I did it. That's it. Like truly that's the fastest way to gain that information and honestly, the fastest way to gain that confidence with yourself. All the time, all the time I, I hear from women of, I, I want to feel more confident and their block is fearing that it might not be safe. What other people might think, most common response that I hear, what will other people think? I don't know that you're stupid, that you're dumb, that you're weird, that you're awesome, that you're amazing, that you're incredible, that you're inspiring, that you're the worst. I don't know. All of it. Does it matter? Does it really matter? It doesn't. I'm here to tell you that it doesn't. Don't let that imaginary boulder block you 
from taking those next steps. The most important thing that you do is that you begin. Is that you rip the you stop thinking about it, right? I'm going to I'm a broken record on this one, but don't research anymore. Get those books out of your Amazon cart. Unfollow those podcasts about this new thing that you're into. Just go do it. Go do it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> That's my podcast for this week. I just needed to get this out there to you. Because I know a lot of you are sitting on things that you want to be doing, and there's some bullshit excuse why you can't do it, why you need to be thinner, why you need to be more successful, why you need a bigger network, why you need... A, I don't know. It's, it's endless. It's endless. Or you decide to do it. You decide to make that first phone call. You decide to make that first payment. You decide to book that first trip. You decide to do the first step. And right after that, you take the next. And then the next, and then the next, in the same way that I did with my podcast. And when you need to make a shift, you do that. But you begin. Really quickly, I forgot. I was going to mention, I was going to mention uh, the what, what if you're just not ready. This is a subtle but noticeable difference. You know in your heart of hearts when you really truly are not ready. I had a call with a gal a month or two ago. I loved her. I would I would have loved to have worked with her. Um but when we had our follow-up consult, she was just like, you know, I'm just I'm not, I'm not ready to be done with this stuff yet. Like I'm just, I'm not, I'm not there yet. And I was like, I, okay, great. I'm glad that you know that. I'm glad that you are honoring that. You know, I've told you before, like I don't push people into working. Well, I mean, I may, if I really think that your decision is based solely off fear, but for her too, I felt like, yeah, it's a good decision. That's a, I support this decision and I'll honor it and respect it. Let me know if you change your mind next year, whatever. But she truly wasn't ready. It wasn't like she was just standing at the tip and just uh, needed a little nudge. She, she wasn't, she wasn't there yet. Your, the sensation in your body will be very different when you're ready, but you're scared, or you're truly just not quite there yet. And that is okay. All right, my friends, thanks for being here. And oh, one more thing. I am going to be putting on a summer self-confidence workshop. So um, I don't have it all lined up and figured out yet. I've been talking about it some on Instagram. It's going to be fun. It's going to be lighthearted. It's also going to be in-depth and, you know, it's going to be geared towards not, not like doing the most and setting all these ambitious personal achievement goals and stuff. It's, it's really going to be more about helping you feel more comfortable and confident in whatever it is that you're doing this summer and beyond. Because I took some polls on Instagram and just have been having some conversations and very often 
the the responses that I've been getting and the feedback that I've been hearing is that you know women are either sitting at home thinking everyone's doing something better than them. They have a better life. They're having more fun. My life sucks. I'm not doing enough. I'm not having enough vacations. I'm not having enough fun. Why am I not doing more? Or you're doing everything and you're miserable and you're not really showing up. You're not mentally there. You're just physically there, but it's, it's not what you want to be doing. And so this workshop is really going to be focusing in on what you want. What, what do you want to be doing? How do we get clear on that? How do you speak up for yourself more about those things? How do we, how do we get rid of some of that guilt when you see so-and-so on a beach on some tropical island while you're on hour four of Netflix on a Saturday? <laughs> or, or how do you go to the beach and feel okay in your swimsuit? How do you talk to your family that won't shut up about their current keto thing? So all of that's going to be coming soon. If you're not on my email list, I will put a link in the show notes that if you're brand new here, it'll be the three reasons why you can't stop eating. So you can sign up for that and it'll get you into my sphere a little bit more. So click that and always be sure to follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of stuff on there as well. And that is it. I will be back next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.